behavior people, welcome to Behavior and Bullshit, where we talk about behavior in all types of ways that relate back to real life. We are your hosts, Lauren, the pop culture analyst, and Rachel, the Calabama behavior analyst, and we're just two BCBAs unmedicated for ADHD, so we're going to talk about whatever we want, because we want to, and uh, thanks for joining us on this ride. Um, A few disclaimers. Our opinions are only our own. Uh, they do not reflect our employers. They do not reflect the BACB. We're going to say a lot of naughty words. Um, today's episode might be a little more PG-13 rated R <laughs> category. Um, Depends on how you see it. Yeah, technically. <laughs> Depends on how you view titties. With um, my eyes. But. And vaginas. <laughs> titties and vaginas the female anatomy yeah female anatomy. hey listen there's dicks on there's dicks on only fans too right there's definitely dicks on only fans all right so we're just talking anatomy okay great we hope that we are the podcast for you because we're having fun um and today's episode's a little different uh, our guest today is not in the field of behavior analysis, but did have a really fun topic that he wanted to share with us. I'll let Matt introduce himself. Take it away. Uh, hello. Hi. My name is Matthew Roth. I am a former beer industry uh, person. Uh, before that, I was a journalist covering the UFC. Uh, so I was on the travel circuit for the UFC. Um, I was a Twitter personality before I was suspended from Twitter. Wait, how do you feel about Twitter now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I, I feel like I got out at the right time, whether it was my choice or not. Uh, I, I feel like I got out at the right time. Um, and today, uh, I've known Rachel for, I believe we're going on like eight years yeah, I think it's like eight years, which yeah. is kind of way too long. Oh, um, oh wow! This is a, this is also our breakup episode. We're no longer friends after this episode. You so. heard it here first, folks! Wow, <laughs> breaking news, going out with a bang. Yep, Rachel wanted to know if I wanted to come on and and speak on her podcast, and I had a idea that is behavioral, but in a different approach than probably is what is normally discussed and that is the uh parasocial relationships that exist in life and the way i was approaching our discussion uh because we talked about it on the phone was uh the parasocial relationships that uh, uh that exist between content creators and their audience on both twitch and OnlyFans. but uh as we were talking about before the show it Parasocial relationships have existed forever, right? It, you know, before even content creators, it was, you would think that the barista is actually interested in you and really she's just saying hi and right. doing her job. Uh, the bartender actually in your... Politeness does not equal me flirting with you. Like, your, your, your hairdresser doesn't actually care. Like, she cares about you, but for the most part, your, your hairdresser is not your therapist. And your hairdresser, unless you be, create a relationship afterwards, not your friend. That, that is a service, a service being provided. So parasocial relationships have always existed. It's just uh, they become very uh, apparent um, in the content creation age. So I wanted to bring this topic uh, to this podcast and yeah. 
I figure when we're having a couple of drinks and we're we're discussing behavior, that I figure it's a it's a good topic to talk about. Yeah, Matt, what you drinking? Uh, so I have I have a couple beers next to me. Uh, I am currently drinking Bushlight because I am in Southern Indiana, and uh, a thirty rack of Bushlight is fourteen dollars. Oh, oh my god! And <laughs> former beer industry person, and you got Bushlight. There are bars that sell one dollar pints of Bushlight. Oh my god! Which is I don't understand the economics. I don't mind it. Listen, me either. But then also I have zombie dust from Three Floyds because I'm I'm an IPA boy. Ugh, gross! This is why we're not friends. I hate I hate an IPA. <laughs> It actually is our I don't like the hops. Yeah, this is our. This is where. This is where I find out that one irredeemable quality, and it's that you like IPAs. Um, I'm having a Bamamosa from the Back Forty Beer Co- Company. Lauren, what you got? I have a Spritz Society pineapple flavor. It's a wine, sparkling wine drink. You bougie it's bitch. My, my favorite podcast. It's not my own. Um, they are the creators of this. So morning toast, actually, it's just the toast. Now, if you want to sponsor us, I can drink all of these all the time. All right. I have a subscription that gets sent to my house. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to fuck up your bag, but you were, you were just talking about me liking IPAs and you're just like, I want <laughs> wine in a can. Listen, it's 6% alcohol and I like it. Yeah. Sure. It's pineapple flavor. And she want, hasn't want, been want, able want, to drink. I want lovely pineapple wine in a can. <laughs> she hasn't been able it's to drink delicious. for nine months. So, yeah, you know, give her a break. I've, I've really been, I've really been trying to, you know. Give her a break. You know, wine is what I can drink beer. I can drink champagne. I had multiple margaritas. Doesn't screw up my milk. Had one glass of wine last night. <laughs> Fucked forever. And I have alcohol test strips. <laughs> and I couldn't feed my child. I mean, you could feed your child. That child would just be sleepy. <laughs> Maybe I, mean... I should have because he was up all fucking night last night. And we also have Carter here who has a 9 a.m. blend. But he's just not drinking it right now. It's, it's, it, it's well, either it's either he would have been sleepy or he would have been singing "Sweet Caroline." Bum, bum, well, you know, bum. I I am originally from Boston, so that is in my vein. So now it's naturally in his veins as well. So, <laughs> oh my god, I I love it. The white people Um, oh. you mentioned a great point though, Matt, and we'll we'll get back to that. But like this hairdresser is not your friend that will i should write down somewhere but we'll we'll touch on like our code of ethics right that like dual relationship that's the first yep that's the first thing that came to that my, dual my relationship. mind I was like if dual i'm your therapist if i'm your therapist i'm not your friend right i i am here and i do care but i'm not your friend i'm paid um, to be here yeah i'm paid we're to not care. we're not going out for drinks after your therapy session no absolutely not and if you are you're breaking a code who a lot of codes a <laughs> lot of codes lots of codes a lot of codes okay lots so Let's start kind of like with what a parasocial relationship is, right? Like how would you define a parasocial relationship? Okay. So I would say a parasocial relationship is where you are heavily invested in somebody and they have no idea that you exist. I, I, I think that that's a very fair uh, way of describing it where I'm heavily invested in whatever you're doing. Uh, Rachel's the best. Rachel's amazing. The, the, you know, every, know. everything's incredible. Amazing. You have no idea I'm a person. 
Like if 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 there if there was a police lineup of one person, you couldn't say that's Matt Roth. That is a that is a parasocial relationship because I mean, I didn't know what you looked like until today. Ma'am. Stop <laughs> it. Why are you lying to your audience? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Why are you lying to your audience? That's cool. <sighs> I thought that that was one of the parts of the moral ethics code was honesty. Listen, Ooh. it is. Wow. It is. Wow, it's getting spicy. It's We're getting called spicy. out. Oh, damn. Anyway, okay. Was not a no i mean i was i knew you'd bring the spice which is why i invited you here a little bit uh but but that's that's what a parasocial relationship is is that um i'm heavily invested in everything you do and you know uh you have no idea i I exist cool they're they're literally i can i can come up to you and have a conversation with you and you would have no idea who i am sounds stalkery and I'm I'm sure like there can, that, there, there can be that that's literally yeah. what I thought. <laughs> there is that aspect eventually, right? Um, so invested or the, there's that there's that that eventual possible danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Right. And we've seen that play out with um, Selena, John Lennon. Um, I'm sure other people. Meg Turney, Meg, Meg Turney, and and Gavin. Who uh, Gavin's one of like the slow mo guys. Uh, they've been dating literally for. 12 years and somebody was in love with her and showed up to their house because he doxed them with a gun. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it happened in Austin, Texas, like seven, eight years ago. Oh my God. Like it, there, there's definitely a, again, I'm not going to say high probability, but there's a decent possibility that the emotional investment turns into, uh, I'm in love with you. Why won't you like? I'm so much better for you than your partner. Or yeah, it, it gets it gets really like there. There's definitely a, a possibility that it, that it gets scary, right? Yeah, and it goes from like this internal monologue, this internal verbal behavior, and escalates to physical behavior, stalking, following, doxing, all of these different things that can get dangerous um, later on down the line. Um, and when it comes to investing in this relationship, it can be like following somebody on Twitter or like you and I have talked about, um, when the money comes in, then we start talking about, oh, now this person owes me something. Right. And any danger that happens or any situation that happens is obviously bad. Right. And it's also what content creators present online is not their entire story, right? They're what, mm, right. That, that Instagram post, that Twitter post, that YouTube video, that's not reality, right? Like it, it's, it's a, it's a small dose of reality, but it's, it's not reality. A lot of that, a lot of those photo shoots are staged a lot of even like when they're out to dinner and it seems like, Hey, out to dinner at my favorite restaurant, having drinks with the girlies. Like those, all those photo shoots are are staged. Like they, they have either photographers or they're head, heavily edited. It is a fake presentation of a real world experience. Um, but every single time that something like that gets posted, you get a possible peek into their real self, right? Where it's not them on their job, which you know, in the case of Twitch streamers. 
uh it's them playing video games and edit uh and uh and entertaining you and interacting with you right um yeah you know in, in in the case of like a podcaster right like i'm a listener we you know right now we're interacting but i'm a listener if you know i i, I check out your guys instagram and it's you know real world experiences then it becomes <laughs> But lot. but then but then it becomes more real. Then it's a ooh, like yeah. this is what Rachel does. This the, the, you know th- th- this is what they do. And now you're yeah. you're getting into a uh, a situation where it puts a possibility that emotional investment actually happens because it's not just the oh that was a funny tweet. It was the, yeah. You're, you're creating a narrative of this person's life. And then you're also kind of like inserting yourself into that narrative. Right. It's like, oh, I can see myself doing right. that. Oh, I can see myself alongside you doing that because I listen to you in my car on the way to work. We're having I also a conversation. Like music. You like music? I also like music. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Do you like to eat food? I, I love, love food. <laughs> like you like You like Game of Thrones? I love Game of Thrones. You're my perfect woman. You're my, you're my perfect man. You're my unicorn. And it's oh like... God. But they You're one of many listeners, many you're followers. One of, you're one of many listeners and you are one of millions of people that like food and music <laughs> and Game of Thrones. Like you, you yep. the fact that somebody like somebody like uh Alana Pierce, uh she is a Instagram personality, Twitch streamer, and she works for Santa Monica Studios. Uh she was a writer on uh, the latest God of War uh, video game. Um, oh, that's cool. She, she okay. is she's gorgeous, but she every so often she'll post like she'll do like the these are my DMs kind of thing, and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I also like video games. These are also my interests. I also like this stuff, and it's like, <sighs> this isn't Tinder. It's not a Instagram is not Tinder. That is correct, but yeah. what gets presented on social media a lot of these content creators also don't present their partners right um yeah so they're not posting their boyfriends girlfriends husbands wives whatever uh on there because it uh, it affects that fantasy mm-hmm. yeah and if we if we kind of loop back into the principles of behavior here so that behavior isn't necessarily getting reinforced or punished. It's definitely not getting punished right away, right? Like I can send a DM to my favorite Twitch streamer. Um, maybe they're they're live on Twitch and I send a message and then I get a shout out while they're, while they're streaming. Oh my God, boom, positive reinforcement. Right. I'm gonna do that again. And then um, again. I send it, yeah, and then again, and then again. And then it's an again. extinction burst. Mm-hmm. Until they get so angry. So that behavior... Yeah, that behavior increases, and then boom, we have an emotional response. Uh, and whether that's public or in the privacy of their own home, anybody's guess. Um, but even sending a DM, like even just like if that personality you check and it says it's red, that could be enough positive reinforcement. And it's all that she noticed that same kind of reinforcement pattern. Yeah, that person noticed me. So I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep. And it's, and it's not the reality that I'm sure it is like, oh, I have a notification here. I just want to get rid of that notification that someone sent me a message. Yeah, <laughs> Which absolutely. is probably more often than not. 
clear screen for mm-hmm. me. No notifications. I need none of them. Not that I'm popular enough that I get a bunch of DMs, but but even some. But to your initial question about where then when you get into a financial situation, right? So on Twitch, content creators live and die by their subs, right? Right. And for Twitch, uh, a tier one sub is uh, five uh, is four ninety nine a month. A tier two, I believe, is nine ninety nine a month, and a tier three is fourteen ninety nine a month. The agreement that Twitch has with most, and I'm going to say most, um, content creators is they get 50% of that. Okay. So so any subs that happen through Twitch, as you as a content creator, you get 250, right? Um, obviously, there's, depending on your level, like somebody like Hassan, I uh, can't pronounce his last name, Hassan, he used to be on uh, the Young, Young Turks. Turks. Yeah. Yep. Uh He's averaging like 50,000 viewers every single stream. He's probably on a better deal than 50-50. But for the most part, anyone who becomes a... uh, who who is able to get subscribers on Twitch, uh, they're on that 50-50 deal. Um, And when again, when your life depends on that... Uh, if you're go become a, a full-time streamer and your life depends on high sub, uh, you know, high sub count, you do things such as subathons, uh, where it can be either capped or uncapped. And then there's every X sub goal that you hit new things open up or you, you do something else. And, uh, an uncapped sub, uh, subathon would be, um, every, uh, every subscriber, uh, and you can gift, yeah, I can gift sub so I can, I can give other people on your channel a subscription to your channel. And so it doesn't have to be you personally subscribing to the channel. I can just hmm. gift subs to anybody. Interesting. Um, so when you have a subathon, it is a situation where I am, uh, as a content creator, every uh, subscription adds, let's say, 30 seconds onto this timer. And I don't stop streaming or I don't take a day off until that timer hits zero. Um, and those are very lucrative for the uh, for the creator. And uh, communities get very, very, very invested in them. Yep. And because those goals and seeing their creator hit a new goal where, you know, used to be a uh, a three, uh, you know, used to have two thousand uh, average two thousand subscriptions a month, and we can, ooh, we we got you up to five. Like we did yeah. that. Like we as a community yeah. did that to you. So we're sharing your success. I'm not sharing your success. You you made you made twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like, right. <laughs> like we're not actually sharing the money, right? But there's that like there's that pos- because of us. Yeah, because of us. Yeah. And there's that positive reinforcement in knowing that I helped. I helped. I helped. I helped get to that point. Right. <laughs> I did it. It was me. It was me. Because who's telling them it wasn't? Right, right. Exactly. And like, it's not like the content creator is going to be like, nah, you're not really involved. Like, I mean, like it wasn't really players. you guys. It was me. But thanks. Like, they're always like, thank mm. you guys so much for yeah. sharing me and doing all this. Like, so they're. Yeah. They're he- People are hearing it and being like, "Oh well, they said it was me. It'd be right. without me, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be doing anything mm-hmm. if it wasn't for me." Yeah, 
which pe- which makes people more entitled. Exactly, and it's tough because all these Twitch streamers live and die by creating a community mm-hmm. where you know it's like minded mm-hmm. or you know like interested yeah uh people talk about values right like i want to be in a part of a community where i'm right discussing things with like-minded individuals who you know not to say that i want to live in an echo chamber of just the same thoughts and the same um the same values that i have but i am way more inclined i'm way more motivated to um connect with people who share my values i'm way more uh motivated to connect with a community who are supporting this streamer we did this we're together we're a team right we are this community right and again when you add money into a situation it also can kind of create a gray area mm-hmm. where uh now you know hey during that subathon i dropped 500 bucks on you yeah where what what do i get They're like thank you literally fucking nothing dude you got what you got. You spend your five hundred dollars, and that's what right? that's what you got. Like I owe you nothing. Like I didn't tell you to to do that. I'm thankful, but right, I owe you nothing of the sort. Right, and it, yeah. So the world of parasocial relationships with content creators is it it, it can get very spooky because mm-hmm. that financial transaction is often pretty significant. Yeah. I mean, not just to tri- Twitch streamers, um, you know, there's so many platforms now where people can create content and have subscribers and, um, you know, be making a living off of this content creation. But again, you know, the the only thing, sure, they're asking for you to subscribe and to like pay monthly or pay for X, Y, and Z service. We can get to OnlyFans in a second. But, you know, you have chosen to pay that monthly Twitch subscription, Patreon subscription. You have chosen that. I've asked. You didn't have to say yes. I gave you a choice. You could say yes or no. And what you get is the content I create. That's it. Mm -hmm. Per that tier, you get that content and what is outlined per that tier. There might be there might be interaction on my disc like in my Discord or whatever it is mm-hmm. because I created a community that has a Discord and you may be speaking with me, but maybe maybe, but that also doesn't give you full access to my life, right? Right, right. So it is, and that that that's on again. That's on Twitch, which is a fairly safe uh, situation. Yeah, where there's where the the interaction is not possibly flirtatious. It is in a strictly uh, content creation, like, hey, we're playing video games, we're having fun time. Yeah, that's well, aren't there some Twitch streamers that are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm saying that's what I'm saying for for the most part. For the most part, right. asterisk. Most part. <laughs> right, right, right. For the most part. Uh, those are fairly safe interactions. Um, and they're, you know, it's, it, the, the most that you can get is invested in somebody's story or somebody's, somebody's, uh, you know, content. Um, but you don't really get to, you know, again, it comes down to what you see is what's presented and what's presented is not real life. 
Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's it's just what I'm putting on for the internet. Right. Um, and if we're going to be safe about things, we probably should not be putting all of our information on the internet. Even though, even though nowadays, I think we talked about this in one of our first episodes. It's like back in the day when we were kids, it's like, don't talk to anybody on the internet. You never know. ASL. And, and like there's ASL, what's up? Yeah, ASL, exactly. <laughs> yes. You, we, there's still like some modicum of that going on you know if if you want to remain safe on the internet you still keep a lot of things private but i mean we became friends on the internet i became friends with lauren on the internet um mm-hmm. we we became friends through twitter mm-hmm. I, I was the content creator at that point by the way you were the content creator <laughs> we had a parasocial relationship that turned into an actual social relationship yes but I wasn't paying you for shit. No, you, you have not. You have not given me any money, but you have given me access to your HBO Go account. So I feel like, I feel like that's true. I feel like that was that's transactional. That is transactional. It is transactional. I don't feel safe anymore. <laughs> it's my HBO account. What the fuck? Don't you have some of my other streaming services too? I'm sure. Whatever. I have like all of them. So. But do you have Discovery Plus? I need it to watch Trixie Motel. Oh my no, god. No, yeah. If, no, I'll send it to you. If she has Discovery Plus, we're watching fucking Monster House. What are you talking about? What's Monster House? Monster House is on Discovery Plus? Monster House is the greatest show ever created. So Monster House was a show in the early 2000s, around the time that everybody was doing Pit My Ride. And Monster House said, oh. oh. I see exhibit fucked up your 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 car. Let me fuck up your house. <gasps> that sounds like and oh, it's so great. It's like trading spaces, but but worse, worse. <laughs> oh, much worse. It's like, hey, what what are your? Give me one of your interests. Real Housewives. Oh. Real Housewives. Um... Okay, give, give me give me a non TV show interest of yours. Oh, I don't have many of those. Um, <laughs> I like. <laughs> um alcohol <laughs> we're gonna turn your living we're gonna turn your living room into a wine bottle i mean okay like that's not gonna piss me off no but but it was like <laughs> oh wait you you love ancient egypt oh jeez, no uh-huh. they make it like a, like a yeah like oh it's bad i know it's on youtube hieroglyphics on the walls oh we're, we're, we're turning your bedroom into a sarcophagus that's like <laughs> No, what the fuck? I want to sleep in a fucking sarcophagus. Okay, that that does make me think of trading spaces because I remember like a like it was trading spaces kids. It was like a little girl was like, I like dance class, and they made her whole like room into a dance studio, and she hardly had a bed. There, there was one. There's one episode where uh, they're really into the Age of Pirates. Oh no! Oh no! Sorry. They're really into Vikings, and then so they built a fucking Viking ship in their backyard as their deck. And then... wait, wait, wait! Wasn't that the episode where it was the frat house and it was like nine different themes? No, the, no, that that was the, that was the pirate ship where it was dumb as fuck. Okay, um, okay. Then, there, then there's Sounds a couple like who's really hotel. into cars, and so they uh, they put their bed on airbags. What the fuck? <laughs> you said their bed is on airbags. Yeah, so like they're that like sounds like a bed. jackass episode. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> his his lazy boy got. You ever see Roundhouse, the TV show on Nickelodeon no. as, as a kid? Uh-uh. No. Okay, so his lazy boy got a motor in it, so he can drive his ra- his lazy boy around. 
Um, pretty cool. Yeah. Like, they just do really dumb shit. So, if, if again, if Monster House <laughs> is on Discovery Plus, I'm going to be logging into Discovery Plus and just... Yeah. I'm going to hit that, like... It's, it's called a K-hole. But I'm going to... I'm not going to do ketamine, but I'm just going to be stuck in a hole just watching Monster House Marathon. It is a Discovery Channel TV show. It Was it also... It's a competition, isn't it? It is. It is a build competition where they get... 120 minutes or 120 hours to fuck up your house yeah and each person gets a different room is it really to fuck up your house i mean is it? not on purpose i mean not on purpose okay okay because like if it were on purpose like i it's on hulu i could do that it's on hulu oh yeah well, it's is on it on hulu? Hulu. i know what i'm watching tonight i'm gonna yeah. tell kevin um let's see i'm just gonna tell kevin that's what we're watching tonight just, just watch an episode listen Kevin has been actively watching RuPaul's with me, and yes. he he can't he, every he's like Ginger Minge. Love he, he loves he loves Ginger oh Minge because he likes to say it. Props, he just likes to say it. Props to Kevin for um oh Kevin truly being what a guy truly being a, a an ally. Um, but yeah, check out Monster House. I remember you told me about it, Matt, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" The Tiki episode. Oh, Tiki, Tiki House is great. Oh so, God, I feel like there's a lot of those. Tiki House, they yeah. uh, they turn their fireplace oh, into a tea, uh, a flaming tiki head. Uh, their bathroom into a rainforest. Uh, their kitchen table into a hibachi grill. I mean, okay, I would love to have a hibachi grill. I don't care. I don't need a kitchen table. As a kitchen table, that would be amazing, right? Like that'd be sure, sure, truly. So, Twitch streamers. They survive on uh, your subscriptions, right? right? But that does not entitle you to every aspect of this person's life. Right. And, you know, even if we're talking about OnlyFans, where you're subscribing for a very different service, you are paying for a particular service. Like, OnlyFans create... Okay, so I'm going to preface this with... I am not a creator on OnlyFans. I am not a subscriber to anything on OnlyFans. I am not going to judge if you do either of those two things. And if you do the 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 part of creating, let me know how you get through that because I'd like to know. <laughs> asking for a friend. I'm the friend. Just asking for a friend. The friend is me. We're we're in the business of side hustles here. Um, <laughs> um again, not gonna judge. You get your you get your money however you want. You get your rocks off however you want. I don't care. What you do wrong is what it. you do. Yep. Um but is there like a men for each content creator is there like a menu of options and it's like you go on to OnlyFans, you subscribe monthly or you like pay, "Hey, I'd like you to do X, Y, and Z." So, and send it to me. Uh it is depending on the content creator. I am I am not an ex again. I as far as this podcast goes, I am not an expert on any of these things. <laughs> but that being said, <laughs> I'm a subscriber on, on, on to several people on OnlyFans, and uh, it is 2022, and I believe I am a firm believer that you should pay to see titties. Wait, so, wait, wait. <laughs> Do you subscribe to Paige Van Zant or Felice Herrig? No, I, I the hmm. For those of us who don't who don't know the MMA world, Paige Van Zant and Felice Herrig are both 
I don't even know if they're UFC fighters anymore, but they were at one point. Nope, they're not. Their content is available for free other places. Oh, shit. <laughs> Girlfriends, you have to, if you're going to post your nudes, make the people pay. Watermark that shit. Oh, no, no. Make the no, people pay. No, no they're, they're, they're making people pay. It's just people are paying and then stealing it and then putting it on other sites. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, that's Like fun. Pornhub? Oh, is that, isn't that what Pornhub does? No, porn, Pornhub is not... Pornhub is no longer that model. Pornhub okay, got a whole that's bunch good. of problems. It's no longer that No, but model. hey, they learn from mistakes. I mean, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, uh, oh my God. With, Other sites aren't so nice, I'm sure. Right. OnlyFans is a site that was made for content creation. That was the original purpose of it. It kind of got co-opted by uh, sex workers. Because it was a really easy platform for transactional, you know, for, you know, for transactional content. Yeah. Telehealth that titty. <laughs> right. Like, <we're> like, but. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, they're... It's Friday, man. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. She was a wicked west of the west. You're not wrong. Uh, so it was created for for just normal content creation. It kind of got co-opted by uh, by sex workers. Where the website is now, um, they tried changing their brand and saying that we're kicking all sex workers off. And I think everybody kind of went, wait, that's real dumb because we make a lot of money from sex workers. And then, so sex workers are still the bread and butter. To your original question of, do people have menus? Yes. So there are, there's two ways of running an OnlyFans, or there's multiple ways of running an OnlyFans page. Lauren, do you have your notepad out? Huh? I was just looking up how to get a car towed. Hold on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but um, you should also take notes on I yes. this like point. what like I know that I need to have a point of you know I'm I'm actually <laughs> writing this down. <laughs> okay, so you have the subscription model where it's you can keep your page free or you can make the price to actually subscribe however much you want it to be, and then you can uh, from there you can decide if you're going to be. Uh, pay where subscription model and where you pay me 15 25 a month whatever it is and then all content is free on my page or it's a pay-per-view kind of situation where i send out uh, content or i mm. post content on my wall with a uh, a price to unlock it with menus it kind of gets into the uh you know you have your private videos that you've filmed that you haven't posted yet uh, and you can say, hey, you know, for uh, for boob pics or vagina pics or full nudes or whatever. There's a whole bunch of. I'm not really getting into specifics here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say there's a whole bunch of things that you can do for your menu. Now, can people request random things too that they want? Like yeah, no, there, there's definitely there's definitely customs as well, mm -hmm. and customs cost a lot more money because that's yeah. for uh, a specific interest or. And it's all based on, you know, your own personal boundaries. Um, so, you, you know, you can say, hey, I don't really, I don't do that stuff. Um, but, you know, the, 
your content is what you're comfortable selling, right? So you guys may be, hey, strictly feet pics people. And it's just strictly photos of your feet. Or, hey, I only do lewds and not nudes. Um, or What is a lewd? Brown underwear. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that. And now that's a new, it's a new term for me. I like it. Or I only do implied nudity. Or it could be, hey, here's my sex tape. That, that is, yep, that is. Scales, right? It's, it, it's all scales. But the, with OnlyFans now, when it first started, it was, you were speaking directly with the content creator. Because it was, I don't want to say the Wild West, but people didn't really understand how well you can monetize it. Mm -hmm. Um, There are content creators that, you know, have 600 subscribers that are clearing nine grand a month. Dude. Just posting their boobs. Taking notes. Taking notes. (laughs) reinforcing my behavior for this but it's also a full-time job right like this like this is a real job where like you need to have a instagram page you need to have a twitter page you need to have like it's Mm -hmm. it's the same way that you guys are running your podcast without the boobs where you have your social media pages for now that's what that's why you were interested in this episode um, hey, you know, for the no, <laughs> no, for the no, no, but the, <laughs> but it, it, you know, like you can make a very good living, even if it's a side hustle, um, on OnlyFans. Where the parasocial relationships come in, though, is it is a strictly sexual relationship. Yep. Yeah. Right. So yeah. where. Uh, you know, falling in love with the Instagram model and because she posts that she had a great time in Coachella or that she went to, you know, French Laundry in in California. And I also like food or, uh, hey, she had a great time in Joshua Tree or like how basically people have that weird thought that van life is, you know, a thing that you want to be, which is homeless in a van because uh nomad because you know the cool instagram photo where you know from the back of the van they're taking a photo of a mountain you're also driving across the country and you're living in a van and if you have any problems in a van you need to be able to figure it out like there's a whole you're mostly parking at walmart right like you're parking in a walmart parking lot like that's the majority of your (laughs) life is is living in a van um, but those photos are great. And Hey, you know what? Maybe that's that lifestyle is for you, but the lifestyle became very attractive because of those really, really heavily edited, heavily framed Instagram photos. The digital nomad, right? Like that's that job title is digital nomad. I've seen, I've come across that on, on dating apps that that's I have their fucking oh, not job apps, title. Just... I'm a digital nomad. You can go fuck yourself. That's just saying that you're homeless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you chose it. You chose it. Right. Homeless, not toothless. But you chose it, and you have a really nice van. Yeah. But let's hope. It but you know nice. what? Like, but the with OnlyFans, that parasocial relationship is there's interaction because you know there there is a, a big exchange of for of goods and services. 
where I am paying. Goods being the tits and services being the vagine. Seeing the tits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or the vagine. Bingo. That too. Uh, but also like, hey, I'm paying and now you're sending me pictures of your movies. Um, yeah. But because of that and because it's, it is sexual, it kind of gets even grayer area because now that like you're flirting, right? Like if I'm actually interacting, like, right. if I am interacting with you, I'm, you know, I'm flirting with you. And a lot of these creators do sexting sessions where they charge you $50 for to sext for 15 minutes or 20 minutes, which that, that whole thing is weird to me because I couldn't imagine like putting a stopwatch on sexting. Oh my God. Cause I usually just fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> i'm just really mad at my like 23 year old self for not doing this before i I, th- I think rachel i think that's actually one of your quotes to me you said that to me years ago what where you're like i don't understand sexting because usually i'm just sleeping on my couch <laughs> like i'm just about to like fall it's like a, yeah like, like i'm in a, a i'm in a robe i'm eating ice cream out of the tub and somebody's trying to like talk sexy and like, i'm, I'm like, sitting in my kitchen table like I'm no. having Domino's pizza. Like, <laughs> this is not a sexy situation. I'm just a good writer. Before we end this podcast today, do you want to share the best sext that you've ever gotten? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The the likelihood that uh-huh. this person would ever listen to our podcast is very low. It's very low. But... Are, you about the recent one? Are you talking about the recent one that we talked about? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. This wasn't this wasn't yes. a, an open air question for everyone. This was specifically targeted at you. <laughs> but also, everybody, share in the comments. Share, share, share in. You know, when when you rate this podcast on on Apple uh, on iTunes, please share specifically, specifically the best sex message. Yes, yes, in your reviews that you ever received. In your review, please. Specific is terrific. We need the specific feedback. Specific is terrific. Also, name names. I need to know. Call them out. Where they work. Give me their Instagram handle. Tag them. Their Instagram. Tag them. Also, social security number. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. We we need all of that information. But that's that's just for like a release form, like just to make sure that this is all like above board. We need to know their bank information as well. <laughs> Again, when you go, sorry, getting back on topic. When you're welcome to the show. When you're doing that, it's kind of it. That's that parasocial relationship um, gets you know even grayer. Yeah, it goes to the next level of beyond just friendship or perceived friendship. It's we have a perceived sexual relationship because mm-hmm. I'm right. paying you to see your tatas. Did my AirPods just die? They may have. Okay. Where were you? Yeah. Don't ask me that. I passed several thresholds a couple times. I can't fucking remember. That was a joke. I know you have ADHD. <laughs> that was a joke at your expense. Yep. Uh, but yeah, when, when, when it's, when you're, it's a, it goes from a transactional relationship to a perceived sexual relationship, then that area gets even weirder. Right? Yeah. And like, well, and if we if we think if we uh, once again we're going to tie it back to behavior, if we're tying it back to the principles of reinforcement, I'm paying, I'm getting a service, and I'm getting that ultimate, um, you know, automatic reinforcement of 
most likely titties getting mo- what titties titties but like if somebody is actually like masturbating mm-hmm. that's yep. that is that not like one of the penultimate or not penultimate that's like the that's one of the ultimate forms of like automatic reinforcement right 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 and so when you know there's a since there is so much money now in OnlyFans, and I was talking about before the, the show, and uh, a lot of the content creators on OnlyFans have social media managers at this point. Mm-hmm. So the person that you're sexting with, yeah, not even the woman, not even the woman whose titties you like. Oh my god, you should get into social media management for like some OnlyFans page. Wouldn't that be the greatest? Yeah, I have. So much- I have so much time in my life okay. to do that. Okay, listen. You start with one. <laughs> and then you then, you know, someone that's not so big. The a lot of these women have social media managers. And uh so you aren't actually interacting with the content creator at all. Um it is canned mass messages that you know, that's the horny words like, hey daddy. You know, that kind of shit that um, that they, it says to every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a uh, automated message. You're not actually getting a response. And if you get a response, it's not actually responding to what you said. Um, or if it, they do give you a response, it w- is coming with the expectation that you're paying for that, re- uh, that response. Um, so the it is a strictly uh, cash for uh, interactions business, but you're interacting with somebody else, um, and there's no verification process that hey, right now I'm talking to you. Like, nope, I'm talking to you're talking to that guy from Trailer Park is- Boys with the Coke bottle glasses. Uh, yeah, like, literally, literally, I can I can be talking to. A dude, like a a random person in a call center, like it can be somebody just. You have a team of forty people, and tonight is your shift. It's kind of like the person interacting, like that's running the United Airlines page on Twitter. That doesn't give you their name; they just give you the their initials. So it says like TS, and you don't know what that is because the next time that you DM them because they fucked up something on your flight, you get. KM and it's like no I was talking to TS last time and they <laughs> give and me TS like, I don't know who that is give me TS who the fuck is TS he's the shit versus, versus Casey Musgraves <laughs> like, that's that's what I don't even thought. know that they, that they work together it's not like a social media team that works together right it's just they just work for the same company um so it's you know there, there could be multiple people and it's all canned automated messages um and so it's a... You're basically talking to a magic eight ball. Pair, yeah, basically. Shake um, it up and here's and your response. social relationship. Right. Will you suck my titties? <laughs> Maybe. Wait, who's saying that? The, the subscriber or the canned response? <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> <laughs> but like... The, the, that's what it is it's there, there's no way of 
there's no way of, of doing it. And uh, But again, like some people know this, like you understand right. this, oh, yeah. but some people I've, don't. Like, here's the thing. I subscribe to multiple women, I'm going to say multiple content creators. Great. On on OnlyFans. Awesome. I am, I am a supporter. Uh, and, uh, but I am very much aware that it is a transactional relationship that this person has no idea who I am. Right. And even if it was a real person that I was talking to, it is a real person, but if, even if it was the person I was talking to, it's not your girlfriend. They're never going to see me. Right. That's not your girlfriend. girlfriend. Um, right. And on this, the seventh or I forget what number episode this is. We will reiterate sex work is work. Get your fucking Mm -hmm. bag, folks. Sex work is work. Get your fucking bag, folks. Yep. And here's the thing. Sex work is work. And sex work is all dependent on what you're comfortable with, right? So if you are, if you want to be a Hooters, you know, waitress, that may be your, your barrier of sex work. If, you know, you, you, you view that as sex work, that might be your barrier. It does not mean that you are you, you are an escort. It does not mean that you are a porn star or a stripper. It could be whatever your personal comfort levels are. Um, but it is genuine work because it takes a lot of fucking time and effort to do it. Yeah. And once again, even if you're at Hooters, that girl is not fucking flirting with you. Mm, yep. No, she's she's flirting with you. But it's transactional for, for that Correct. tip. Correct. They want a better tip and that's fine. I will say I have gone to a Hooters. I, I do. Did, I, I love their wings. I did not get flirted with. So, but I was at a table full of girls. So I don't think that we were their target mm. audience. We went to watch a UFC fight because Hooters was the only place that was playing it. It was me and several of my female coworkers. And we were not getting the same attention as the men in the room. And you know what? That's fine. That's fine. Hooters kind of fell off. Hooters. Hooters at this point is mid at best. <sighs> It's yeah. like that episode of South Park called Raisins. The Raisins. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Raisins. <laughs> oh my but, god. I mean, shout out to Hooters. They got really good wings. I love Hooters wings. I gotta yeah. tell you. I don't even like wings and I like Hooter, their wings. Hooter, no, Hooter, Hooters wings are also mediocre. I mean, that's probably why I like them. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's all about wings now. Wings not that I did see a commercial for Wingstop last night, and I was like, "Ooh, those look good." And I love Wingstop. Wingstop has good has good fried chicken. That's what it was—a chicken sandwich, and and I love a good uh-huh. chicken sandwich. I'm gonna have to try it. Uh-huh. Man, now I'm hungry. So, so best chicken sandwich is Raising Cane's chicken sandwich, and I will fight. I will genuinely fight people over that. I got a Raising Cane's down the street. So second best chicken sandwich is uh, Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. You know, my friend Kelsey was talking about doing a whole ranking of chicken sandwiches, and I'm going to have to tell her to listen to this episode so she knows this. So I, I, I have an idea. Uh, <laughs> uh, ranking every uh, every General Tso's chicken in New York City. So I would I would need I would need an expense account, obviously, to go to yes. every single Chinese restaurant in Manhattan. That's a lot. To rate the best General Tso's chicken? I was just 
Well, okay, so I was watching uh, this TikTok guy was talking about like he wanted to find really good, authentic Chinese food. And somebody said, go to the restaurants that have three stars because the food is good, but the service is shit. And when they have three stars, that's when you know that's authentic shit. I believe that. I believe that. I don't trust restaurants with an A health board rating. (laughs) Honestly? Especially any sort of ethnic food. I don't trust. I don't trust an A an A rating. I agree with that. If, if I'm, that that is that is not that is not a good restaurant. That is not a good representation of the food. Uh, <laughs> oh I want God. somebody sweating over a, a, a wok or a grill mm-hmm. in a wife beater. Uh, <laughs> wrong term. Uh, I don't. What do they call them now? Men's tank tops. Yeah. White man tank top. Ribbed tanks. Ribbed white man ribbed tank top. No, that's so much worse. That's ribbed tank is more than wife beater. It's the same amount of syllables. Yeah, but like the thing is, like I think of, I think of t-shirt. Like talk about relational frames here. I think of t-shirt. I think of tank man tank top when I hear wife beater. Before I think of a man beating his wife. Like that's. He, so how 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 fucked up is that? Like the nomenclature around an article of clothing is about just beating the right, shit out of your wife. Like, who thought of this? Like why and did like, they name it that? And, and, like, that became acceptable. Men, 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 did. men did. I'm gonna men. I'm gonna place that on men. men did. It's the Gap. <laughs> what Kevin? Okay, so st- old white men. Kevin said it's trash people that wore them. Okay, fair. How right in the pisser. <laughs> Why do you wear rib tank tops? No, absolutely not. I wear I wear t-shirts that say the bodacious period. Oh good. Surfing T Rex in my arm. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sounds like guys on man. topic. There's no such thing as on topic on this podcast. No. Never once. No. All Never topics once. are topics. <laughs> This is true. Correct. So technically, we're on topic all the time. It just doesn't matter. Right. This is right. We just will name it how we want to name it, and that's just how and, it and is. Eventually, and eventually, I will say the greatest sex I ever got. Or it may not even be the, the sex. It might just actually be the stupidest situation. So I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share. Uh, I, I currently live in southern Indiana. And... Uh, my tinder experiences in southern indiana have been absolutely incredible <laughs> define incredible right it was like incredible how i'm 37 years old so the fact that somebody is a single mom at this point is not like that's not baggage right like every like i'm i don't have kids i'm not going to have kids i am the exception to the rule at this point if you're a single in your late 30s or early 40s you likely have kids that's not a deal breaker. It's not baggage. Um, so, told you what time I get to work, or I told you what time I wake up. Yeah. So, uh, on my way to work, I'm you know I'm pulling into the parking lot. I'm just swiping and uh, immediate match. And the first uh, only message that I see before I go into work is hard eyes. Okay, cool. This is at, this is at three thirty in the morning. So I'm like, all right, like I'm going to go to work. and But like my assumption is that if you're up at 3.30 in the morning, you are uh, 
you're you're either like a bartender or a nurse, like some like something like that, where yeah. you work like an overnight shift. Um, so I get out of work and I send her a response. I'm like, oh hey, like do you also work overnight, like DJ hours? Like what's your deal? And she and her, her response was, uh, oh no, I'm just on vacation. Also, I need to let you know I'm pregnant and uh, the dad's not in the picture, but I need you to know that right now. And I said, oh, cool. And that was it because. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yep. Uh, there was the girl that I connected with where like we were hitting it off and I was like, hey, I really want to take you out. And she goes, where do you want to take me? I go, well, I figured we can go get some drinks and we'll do karaoke. And, uh, and she solid said, first date idea. Solid first date idea. Uh, and she said, oh, I can't do that. I said, why? And she goes, um, well, I got my second DUI last year and my license doesn't uh, comes up for judgment in January. This is this is after she tells me that she's getting a secret margarita in between shifts at her her job. Oh, my um, girly. And, go, oh my oh, all right. and she goes, yeah, the cop that pulled me over, not only did I get a DUI, but he also caught me with a quarter ounce of weed and a bowl on me. And he was being an asshole about it. And I, I was doing his job. And uh, <laughs> that, that was... Those cannabis-hating states. But dating in, dating in Southern Indiana is... I mean... Probably, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say on the level of Alabama. I'm going to say on the level of Alabama. I oh, did man. swipe. See? I did swipe across somebody that I. You've sent me photos have, of people. I've sent you so many screenshots. I should have screenshotted this one. This Hi, person Teddy. for. Sh- oh, oh. <laughs> Teddy just knocked her out. Teddy fucking exited me out of there. I, I knew he did. Head. I knew he did. What I'm getting, head. but story. it was still recording. It's I still recording. I really hope that it saved all the audio but anyway um okay so we've talked it is still recording it we've talked a lot about like the different ways that parasocial relationships can can start up how they relate back to human behavior there's a lot of reinforcement there's that intermittent schedule of reinforcement which is like that jackpot that lottery kind of schedule so you keep trying because every now and again maybe you'll get some form of reinforcement from this person, this Twitch streamer saying, oh, hey, I see you. Thanks for the tip. Your uh, audio sounds and if weird you're to not, me, just so you know. Your audio just turned robotic. Yeah, like you're in and Hello? out. Like, I can Hello? hear you. You just sound like. You sound like a robot. Yeah. God damn it. Fuck my life, everybody. <sighs> Hang on. Just talk slowly. I Hello. Oh no, that's worse. Nope, oh, that's so much worse. <laughs> great, 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 great. Hang on. Let me hold on. Here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. 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 That sounds. No, you sound better. Less. You're all right. Okay. no for some i mean i feel like there definitely are some 
some forms of punishment that may come up, but it's just kind of far and few between where maybe someone's like, no, like I won't do that. And they're like, okay, well I'm going to unsubscribe from you. Yeah. Like that, like that, that's, that's the definition of a punishment. Like where like you, you ban me from your stream or, yeah. or in the case of like a, an OnlyFans creator where you say, no, that's, that's beyond my boundary. Right. Right. And then, then they're like, okay, well, I'm not going to pay for you anymore. I'm no longer like that decreases my behavior of interacting with this content creator anymore. I, I can see that there would definitely be um, some instances that that would occur. You, you look at a woman like Amaranth who she create, she is the reason why there's two different categories on stri- uh, on Twitch. Uh, she is the reason for ASMR and she is a, the reason for hot tub streaming. She is, she created both of those. OnlyFans, she's probably pulling in every single month around $2 million a month in OnlyFans. What goes on OnlyFans.com? No, but like, but she, she, she's also probably one of the most famous women, like female con- content creators in the, the world. Um, when I say like she created the ASMR category, like that's her. Like, like she's the reason for people talking like this and opening. Books. Yes. Oh wow. But you know, on her fan side, she's probably doing about two million, three million dollars a month in just content. But at that point, she's also able to set her own standards of what you were kind of saying. I'm not into it. Also. You want to unsubscribe? That doesn't affect my my day to day at all. I'm a big proponent of monetizing yourself. So, uh, y- your window for monetization of yourself is either extremely large or it's extremely small, and that that all depends on how much you want to hustle. And there's a lot of obviously factors involved. Mm-hmm. But uh, monetize yourself while you can, right? Uh, your it's the same way that your employer will, you know, you hit a point where they say, Hey, you're not, you know, we, we get a better return on a younger employee getting paid less. Monetize yourself, get as much fucking money as you can right now. Cause eventually they go, they look at the economics and you're not the, you're not the person getting, you know, giving them any sort of uh, benefit. That's a lot like PCBAs are going through. I mean, any place is going through, but a lot of what BCBAs go through right now, because they're just like, oh, we know our worth. Okay, well, you're out of here. Let's just hire a new BCBA that doesn't know their worth. <laughs> and... Right. While, while you figure out your audio issues, I'll tell a story. So when when I used to be a, uh, a MMA journalist, um, I was let go from Bleacher Report when my contract came up. And I was looking for another job. So I was taking offers from a lot of people. And I was I, t- I took one. Uh, I can't remember the, the media group. But it was um, what they offered me was uh, $5 per article. And they wanted 250 to 400 word articles. $5? For $5 a piece. And I said you can expect 1,000 articles. And especially how the the UFC at that point was running, uh, how how the UFC was running their uh, their event schedule, and it wasn't just the UFC; it was also Bellator, 
It was also uh, the stuff happening in Japan. Um, it basically meant that I was giving up my Thursdays through Sundays. And you're expecting me to write content about every single one of these cards, as well as the normal day-to-day stuff, for $5. And uh, I said no. So I did not work as a writer for six months. Because it was six months until I got a real another realistic offer. And it is about understanding your worth, but also monetizing your worth. I could have, I could have, in that meantime, I could have said, you know what? Yeah, I'm between jobs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a, you know, a, pay, a, a very, very drastic pay cut just to keep my name out there. But by doing so, that cheapens myself going forward. Yeah. So after, you know, in that six months, I was waiting around for another job. Um, I had the opportunity to become a publicist for Adidas. Wow. That's really cool. You've lived a lot of cool lives here. Yeah. The, I've done, worked in the music industry, and then I became a journalist, and then I worked in the beer industry, and now I'm in the industry that I'm currently in. Um, right. But the, the reality is if I cheapened myself back then, I don't think that I would have had the opportunity to do uh the adidas stuff and if Mm -hmm. i didn't do the adidas stuff then i don't probably end up at my next employer which is where started talking to rachel um which was paying me sixty thousand dollars a year but it you know i look at that that movement where you go hey you know what i could have taken that very very short term keep my name out there but then the next time i go and talk to people it's i'm cheapening myself it is very much a know your worth, monetize yourself. At the moment that you can monetize yourself, do it. Mm-hmm. Right now, you two ladies are monetizing yourselves. You have your own pre- like you have your own jobs that are you know that are keeping your lights on and paying your bills, but you are monetizing yourself and you're growing your your audience because you understand that you have a window right now and you have an, you have a voice and you have a, a new perspective on what behavioral analysts can do and should do. So why not take that opportunity? But you're not going to do it in Hell yeah. You're not going to do it in and uh and cheapen yourself because you also realize that you have a lot of really really good thoughts on things. We do. Sometimes we're unhinged, but we always I mean, you're, get you're it back. Nuts. You're both nuts and 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 you <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like that. I am nuts. But I'm nuts about behavior. Right. Yes. Okay. So a little back backstory just to set the mood set them set the tempo hello hi let's talk about the best text ever received i was sitting alone at a bar and i was djing i was playing music on the, on the jukebox and this girl starts singing the song that i was playing which is ape dose meal by glassjaw and we start hitting it off and she tells me she's a recently divorcee single mom and she says last year for my birthday me and my ex-husband we met somebody here and we had a two dude threesome <laughs> we go i go home i'm i'm you know i exchange numbers we go home and i wake up in the morning pretty hungover and bleary-eyed and i get a text message from her saying so would you be interested in having a threesome with me and my ex-husband and i said i feel like you guys are still together because you're still fucking. 
And he told me that last night that you're still <laughs> fucking. So, uh, like, y- yes, the answer is yes. I do want to do that, but but uh, <laughs> I feel like you guys are still together, and I'm the third wheel. <laughs> All right, bye. I mean, <laughs> oh man. Okay, so as behavioral an- 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 analysts, please please analyze that. Um, professionally, professionally, th- th- this is this is. Consult though, so this is well. Did that? Did that? Um, did that encounter? Um, will will you ever do that again? What pick up up a girl at a bar all the time? No, to pick to to do a threesome with a random girl that you did that you had at a bar with her ex husband. Oh, no, I haven't. We we didn't do it. We didn't do it. I did not do it. Oh, so see, so I guess she punished your behavior by being a fucking weirdo and offering to fuck her and her ex husband. I mean. That's yes. my professional opinion. She's a fucking yes. That is our show for today. That that is the show. It has been a fantastic time. Um, we hope you enjoyed it and laughed a lot and learned. Um, I know I for sure did, and I know what I'm going to be doing after this. It's not what you think. It is watching Monster House, but what I'm going to be doing while I'm watching Monster House is what you're thinking. <laughs> You can remember to follow us on Instagram, monetizing ourselves um, at Behavior and BS, at the Pop Culture Analyst, and at the Calabama underscore BX Analyst. New episodes drop on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. unless it was this last week because we wanted to hit you with something spooky. We're on Spotify, Apple Products, and Anchor. Leave us a review on how smart and funny we are. That's really going to up our, um, we're valuing ourselves. So really, you know, leave a review and you know as always be compassionate and don't be a dick that's actually rule number one rule number one is don't be a dick and also when you leave that review also say the greatest sex you ever you ever received correct please leave us your sexting stories sexing or sexting we want to we want to know all of the all of the things about you (laughs) bye